like mild and fire, but recently. All right, so we've started fire. the. Uh, oh, the dude, recording. we started. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so uh, I'm Turtle Duck. No, and... I'm Turtle Duck. Boy. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. And we have a guest too. Identity theft is not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what? What? What is your name though? Because like, um, were uh, you Bloop Intuition? Yeah. I guess okay. I'll be Bloop Intuition again. So I have to. I have to come up with. Yeah. Something. Come up with a some, nickname. Some. Uh, uh, some form of identification for yourself. Like Colby Jack. Colby, Colby Jack. Jack. <laughs> Dude, I like it. All right. So we were on the fun, family-friendly topic of cannibalism. Right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, continue where you left off. Ugh. Cannibalism, uh, like, addicting, right? Or, like, somewhat addicting. That's the more interesting part. You said it wasn't as addicting as, like, cocaine. Yeah, when when criminals uh, do engage in that kind of behavior, it's, it's usually they, they have a predisposition to... To becoming addictive because it becomes part of an obsession with them. Yeah. They they uh they fat they think about it for a very long time. They fantasize about it for a very long time, and then they when they actually do the act, uh, you know, involved with the murder, it, it, there's a huge release of dopamine, mm. and because of that, it 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 makes the uh, the chemical uh, just the act of doing it. It just makes it addictive, but also. It's within the actual taste itself. Like the, right. The, Interesting. It's very, very distinct taste, um, according to those killers that have come out and told what it and like talked like. about their. Ex- hey, what was yeah. your what was your experience with cannibalism? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. well, how was your first bite? Really <laughs> yeah. No. Well, and then. Um, I guess it is interesting, like, yeah, the types of people that would be drawn to do that kind of thing in the first place are, are sort of already people who are probably yeah. prone to getting addicted to things. Well, yeah, uh, you know, those who are sociopaths... chasing the next, like, fulfilling their desires, you know? Right, those who, those who have, like, an antisocial personality disorder, which can create sociopaths or psychopaths, depending on the situation, a lot of those people have very um, addictive personalities, because the... The, the parts in the brain that, that light up during empathy and remorse, yeah. they're just not there. So th- that brain that doesn't have all the correct wiring, it, right. it needs some kind of stimulus. Mm-hmm. A, a bored psychopath is a dangerous psychopath because when they're bored, that's when... There's nothing stopping them from just like chasing away that boredom with whatever. Yeah. And that usually uh, creates... For, for normal people is there, you know. It's they need like the adrenaline, basically. The, right. they, they just need adrenaline. Well, because like everyone wants adrenaline and everyone wants dopamine. But like ultimately the reward system in most people combats a sort of balanced like, yeah, capacity for empathy or... For them it's know. usually a very imbalanced um, addiction to some yeah. kind of adrenaline or some kind of substance that, that gives them... A feeling, because again, they're they're almost completely analytical and not emotional at all. Right. Um, and oh, and that's a segue to another. That's a segue to a one of the topics. Um, okay. Is the yeah. Analytical but not emotional thing. Dude. Um, and I know. Sorry, this is jumping from camp. Oh no, but like, good. It seemed like that was like a really good like. Sorry. Segway. I mean, we wanted to. Yeah. So if that's not the crazy. question uh, that occurred was it was in this book uh, one hundred the. The Pig That Wants to Be Eaten and 99 Other Thought Experiments is a book. It was released in the UK, bestseller or whatever, in the UK. It's it's here too in America. I mean, I'm sure it's not as big uh, here. But anyway, one of the thought experiments, most of them were kind of bland, or most of them were not, not bland. I thought when I bought it, I thought, oh, 99 unique thought experiments that this person sat around and thought up. It's like, I mean, that that's not... Um, 
That's not what it is. It's not, that's not what it was. It was it was like a lot of classic philosophical problems reworded as thought experiments or classic thought experiments rephrased as thought experiments. One of the really interesting ones went over, which it wasn't interesting as a thought experiment, but it was interesting as a topic, went over whether or not um, what a virtuous person really is, basically. Uh, so you take one person, right? super compulsively empathetic, right? Just puppy dog eyes at everyone, you know, just, oh, so nice. I just want to, like, they live to serve, you know? It's like, mm -hmm. that's their, they get almost high off of just being a doormat for everyone, right? It's like, we don't look up to those people really, right? Like, obviously this person is not normal. <laughs> like, this person isn't, it, their virtuous actions, it, it isn't coming from the heart. It's coming from their feelings, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we, we seem to separate the feeling from the virtue, right? In this case, if we take another person who is motivated purely by this abstract sense of duty and like, oh, I just do what is right, but they feel a total, they, they don't feel a connection at all to any of the actions they do. Those types of people who are just basically robot, you know, robot, robot automatons. virtue, right? Automatons. We don't, we don't look up to those people as virtuous either because they're totally disconnected from what they're doing. And it's just this mathematical calculated thing. And so where in between that, is the virtuous person, you know? And like, what factor, if neither of those factors independently make up a virtuous person, what what proportion of those do, or is it a different factor altogether? And that's how it connects to the whole um, psychopath yeah, thing. Completely yeah, completely analytical. Yeah. So what do you guys think? The well, whole, oh, sorry. You can go. You, you go. I'm uh, still trying to think. The whole nature of this is speculative, so there's no like way to get a correct answer. Right, what do you guys think, but, not what do you guys yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to preface with that. But um, I think it's somewhere near the line, but probably closer to the duty side. Um, duty. Yeah. <laughs> Just have some airtime for that. Uh, but so like the the whole empathy side of that, the whole like oh I feel this, that is good to an extent, but by itself it doesn't mean anything. Which the duty side by itself doesn't mean anything either. But when you get close to that border, if you're directly in the middle, then it's going to be... I feel like it'd be, like, a split motivation where you wouldn't... You wouldn't really know how you truly feel about any of it. Mm -hmm. Because you would be doing it out of not just your sense of justice, but not just what you want either. You wouldn't really know what you're doing at all. Um, so, mm -hmm. in that sense, I'd say if you have that sense of duty guiding you and then have a little bit of that feeling mixed in there, that would probably be the ideal. So for you, the feeling is like the icing on the cake. Yeah. It's like, you don't but really But it's not want, the whole cake. But it's not the whole cake, right. Yeah, I'd say that's very, very accurate. Um, I think it's very important to really just define what virtuous means yeah. in order to get to yeah. the, the heart of the question. Um, so I guess in this case, we could um, isolate... Uh, we do need a working definition of virtue, I guess. Uh, I guess... Virtue. A good person. But right. there's no definition so, for that either. As, <laughs> taking the action as a symptom of someone's broader just like trajectory for goodness, right? And their just broader sense of like deep humanity, you know? Um, the action as a symptom for that, not necessarily a virtuous person. I mean overall. I don't necessarily mean in... is is. Are, are those actions indicative of an overall virtuous personality? So I don't mean in this isolated, like, 
I don't mean virtue as an aspect of the action or as a characteristic of the action. I, I mean it as a characteristic of a person. And uh, that doesn't specify it very much. I, think, I mean, I think, I think so we were all under that impression anyway. Yeah. I think yeah. It, it kind of gets... Well, I think it would be interesting to, to think of this by taking uh, those two people to the extremes. So, like, if, if we had the person who did good things, but they didn't actually feel anything for it, mm-hmm. imagine they did the most heroic thing in the world, you know, save, like, millions of lives or something. Right. That in itself is good. But when that person a- is asked, why did you do it? They say, well, I just did it because it was the right thing to do. And w- w- then you ask, well, don't you, like, care mm-hmm. that you did like- it? No. 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 Yeah. That right cell, yeah. that in itself makes them unvirtuous. But the action itself is virtuous. Mm-hmm. But are they themselves a virtuous person? So, you, so for you, it would hinge on, like, their values. So, like, so, well, that's what motivation is, is, like, what values motivating you? Oh, wait, what? That's such a nothing. That's such a nothing <laughs> statement. Know. So, for you, it's value. That's such a nothing statement. I'm sorry. No. Well, for no, the, it, it's um, really because you have the two separate things, which are, are the action and the feeling mm, that the person yeah, gets from the action. Yeah. So I guess for you, but it's, so it's more specifically, so me saying it was a value, I didn't complete my thought and that's why it sounded like a pointless thought. Are you, are, I guess, are you saying that it's a, a value for humanity? You place a value on humanity is an aspect of a virtuous person? I say... Because in this case, he lacks a value for humanity. He doesn't care about humanity, but he knows ab- in an abstract sense, this is what an upright person does. So you, so it's not an abstract value. You're saying the value has to be in the heart i think more of of what i i think is is that it's virtuous until you keep analyzing it the more you the more you analyze this person the more you realize that he's not fully virtuous right yeah so if for some reason he did save those millions of people and nobody asked him why he would just be considered virtuous completely. oh right right like, right, right, right value he's completely yeah. virtuous oh oh, but oh under the oh, surface oh. there's no virtuous motivation right. so i guess it. i should clarify my question to you guys as well um i don't mean to ask like what the fact of the matter is like what hey guys what do humans consider as virtuous i mean like for your personal for your personal view of what you would personally define as like real virtue versus so like versus not, what other people would right do. right right because there's that saying like um what is it the the winners make the history or something like that I don't know or like the history is written by the victors or whatever right something or like, like whoever won was in the right according yeah. to and that's a statement about people's view of things not necessarily the objective metaphysical uh, yeah. alignment of the morals that either side held um, and so I guess my question for you guys is not what the human tendencies are but like what your individual tendencies are as more of a like, oh, like what's your personality type kind of like, are you a, you know, hmm. I just want to place you on okay. this cute little spectrum and just box yeah. you in. So. Y- you want to you identify it. Yeah. Um, I'd say I'm probably, I, I aspire to be closer to the, like the thinking side than the feeling side. Although I'm probably closer to the feeling side in practice. Mm. Yeah. That's a great answer. Very concise. Well, I, I think uh, for the, the the two situations you gave where the person is virtuous in action but not in in feeling, mm. I would say they're virtuous 
but they're not completely virtuous. They're not 100% mm. virtuous. They're not all good. They did they did good things, but they're yeah. not all good. So for me, I feel that both emotion and intelligence are 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 ex- required. Are are extremely important and they're equal to me because um I think it goes I mean I have this like little quote I like. Yeah. Um that I made, by the way. Hey, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Quoting yourself. Uh, Very wise. In- intellectuals are smart. Artists are creative. But geniuses are intellectual artists. Ooh. Because they are Dude, both creative yeah. and they're intelligent. That requires two sides of the mind. Right. Anything that you do in life requires two sides of the mind. You need to be intellectual as well as emotional. Yeah. And lack of either one. You need quality and form. Mm. You know, not just not just form, because form without quality, there's nothing to guide. And we know. see that example in people who have disorders like sociopaths and psychopaths. Right. They're completely analytical. In fact, most of the psychopaths in the world are not in prison. They're running. Right. Yeah. They're, C- they're yeah. CEOs. They're businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're possibly running for president. Uh, Those yeah, kinds of people. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, the the, um, the snakes in suits, mm-hmm. as they call them, those people know how to fake it. Because they they're it. just that many levels, like yeah. meta. Their their psychopathicness is they're like, exactly the the second yeah. situation you describe. They do good things, but man, where did it come from? Yeah, well, yeah. they can either do good things and not feel any way about it, or they can do things that are good just so they can get something in return. Right, mm-hmm. but. To make it seem like they're a virtuous person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, because being seen as virtuous pays dividends. Pays some dividends. <laughs> and if you were to put the two situations head to head, the person that is like a doormat and completely cares about everything about every single person, that kind of person, yeah. you put that against the other situation, where the person does good things, but they don't feel anything about it. If you put those two together, which one... Which one would? Which one would you? Re- which one would be dominant? Right. It would be the the psychopath. Yeah. yeah. But which one would you? Which one would you rather have? That's a good question. Yeah, because I but mean, but then it depends on your motivation. If everyone's for a mo- them around, <laughs> if yeah. everyone's a mopey doormat, if everyone's Jerry from Rick and Morty, you know, yeah. <laughs> if we have a bunch of mopey doormats, would you rather have a bunch of mopey but very very kind and servant like doormats, or would you rather have a bunch of Psychopath. It depends CEOs. on what you want them yeah. around for. Because if you want somebody to keep What's you What's your goal? Are you asking me what line? my goal is? No, 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 no. I'm not asking you anything. I'm saying it depends for your, like, for oh, No, no, no. Asking. I don't mean me in particular. I mean, like, just yeah. in this hypothetical, like, you're asking what the goal is. I yeah. think both would be equally annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both would suck. Yeah. But, um, but would there be one that's better than the other? That, that's a tough question. It's like that. That's where I was going. It depends on what you're looking for. Because if you're looking just to be served, then obviously you'd want. Like if right. you're looking for people to care for you and take care of you, you wouldn't want the analytical type. You'd want the feely type. Right. But then if you're looking for to push physical forward, improvement yeah. <laughs> and like pushing forward in new ways and like being generatively virtuous. Yeah. Then you would want those psychopathic CEO types. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, both both are very vital to the state of the oh, world. Oh, yeah. Having like, both extremes around, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. yeah. we need we need <laughs> we, <laughs> we need we need fast food workers. We yep. need therapists, which we need are therapists. the first one. Yeah. And we need 
people that are, can't be pushed around, business right. people that are the Well, second. well, I wouldn't say necessarily therapists are the first one. Therapists are, there are some that are definitely doormats, mm-hmm. and there are some that <laughs> go into uh, psychology because out of a wanting to understand, and I know you're which uh, is criminal me. justice. Which is me. Well, right, 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 but you're <laughs> more criminal justice. I, psych- well, and your psychology. Yeah. I guess... What I mean is there's a certain type of person, just as there's a certain type of person who's drawn to eating human flesh, (laughs) there's a certain type of person who is drawn to studying the brain, which is people who are are disproportionately uh, confused about their own feelings and and, and or are so deeply invested in the well-being of others that they are willing to totally ignore their own suffering. I'd say that's very... And so there are some therapists like that. There are some therapists where it's, like, amazing how much they, like, keep in their head and, like, don't disclose. Like, non-disclosure agreements with therapists are, like, that's nuts. Like, can you think yeah. about, like, juggling a million people's, like, sob stories in your yeah. head? Like, that's insane. That's literally insane. It's, like, you can't forget a detail or else suddenly the whole thing's impersonal, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. don't forget those details. Um, I also wanted to mention that I really like uh, talking about these questions, even though the whole thing ends up boiling down to, oh, it's a balance. It's really a dumb yeah. question just because it ends up being the no, answer just a balance. No, I think it's a very but, important question. But it, it can, is an important question. It can teach yeah. us a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, it's fun to talk about, and it's, um, I guess, I didn't want to be the person. I always hated when people would, like, bring up questions and then, like, sort of market the question as this, like, the, oh, the question is important for itself, when it's really like, no, I want to answer the question. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, like um, but you know, this question was so enticing to like throw at you guys that even though I didn't have an answer, I felt like if I at least tacked on a disclaimer at the yeah. end, that like, oh, I'm annoyed at people doing this too. Don't worry guys. <laughs> it, it'd be fine. Um, no, no, it was good. Yeah. I, I do want to get to that other one. Um, the other are question. people objectively more good or more? What evil? time we at? Uh, uh, I have no way of telling. Me neither. Okay. We'll keep going. Yeah. Um, well also I think something about people interested in psychology um, psychology is a science of a very mysterious nature. Like, I remember before I was interested in it, I, I used to want to be a physicist. Yeah. And then, you know, the then I just realized I was a lot more interested in things that defied physics than things that followed it. Right. Yeah. And psychology seems to disregard any logic that, that humans have about anything. Like, it, it, it's, it, it just disobeys a lot of common sense what parts rules. of it dis- like do you mean like human beha- humans are like behave irrationally at a fundamental level or are well, you the, saying that the way that the mind operates is and not... the, the things that come about from certain experiments okay like, complete you, you know the hypotheses that can be a million miles away because you do the experiment and you get the result and the result is so extremely strange and off to the so are these like work. social experiments? Like, um, like, hey, of... we got like five people in a room, and we uh, we asked them their grandma's name, and then they responded a certain way. Wow, it's that's all weird. Martha. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks their grandma's name Martha. Well, this is a very uh, controversial experiment. I'm about to share, but it was it was done by a very um, very good psychologist. He's kind of new into the field. Uh, forgot his first name was Michael. Forgot his last name, but. Uh. He did an experiment where he would have people see see it. They would be they would be given a tour of these trains and you know train tracks and how they operate and everything. Right. And they would be put in a room, 
and all the other people are acting by the way so they the they actor right. will be showing them how to operate everything and all that and um all of a sudden the the person that was doing all the controls would walk out of the room for a second and take a phone call, a fake phone call. And the there would be an emergency light flash and there would be um, a train coming down. Oh, you see oh, 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 oh Vsauce. I've seen this episode. Well, yeah, yeah, the, the guy yeah, who, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he did actually, this on... Um, he has become, he's become an actual research psychologist. Yeah. He's, an, he's actually done psychological experiments uh, to to try and help the all these things that he you know is fascinated with so he's actually become yeah. a, a psychologist yeah he which, did that on his uh, my um minefield minefield yeah so the Vsauce, the person the person would have to choose if the train would run over one oh, the tro- trolley problem the trolley yeah. problem now most people would say of course i'm going to pick the one that only has one person Right. And that would be the hypothesis that most people would have. But... It's like, I'm a numbers man, you know? Like, and I, you know, it's a lot... The numbers align. Yeah, it's... It, but then this, like, moral amnesia comes over. And... Right. They they do the exact opposite. This is... And that just seems like madness. Like... Right. So, the options are either choose to go out of your way to make it go over only one person or let it stay the same... Right, right, right. passively go over Yep, people. it's passively versus directively. Passively yeah. kill more people or you directly kill well no you passively let five people die yeah or you directly kill one person which i feel like that would go to the whole like bystander effect it makes you not personally responsible because you aren't taking direct definitely action. Mm. but it, it was extremely surprising just because if you ask somebody the question what would you do they would obviously yeah. say numbers yeah but numbers, it's just numbers. that kind of thing um Especially when you get into parapsychology and, yeah. and like any, anything that has to do with consciousness. Like there's a lot of, and you know, neuroscience, there's a lot of things that just seem to defy all logic within psychology. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's always been known to be somewhat, I mean, people don't call it really a natural science because it, it's, it, it's not like physics. It's not like chemistry. It's not biology. It's not principle driven. It's, it's not, irrational most it's, of the it's time. It's not math, yeah. unfortunately. It's not mathematical. It's That'd just, be so great. <laughs> yeah, which I'm. I actually want to try math. and create. create I, it, a human how how awesome so, yeah. would it be if you an were, algorithm if you could express mathematically what like well, people stuff. people have attempted it in the past and they, mm-hmm. they they've done a very poor job. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So if you were to be able to make some equation or something that could defi- that could so there is the dating creepiness uh, equation where you take your age and you <laughs> i think it, what is it it's your age divided by two plus seven or something so it's like my age divided by two plus seven so that leaves me with like a like a how much of a gap no i'm not a math person i don't know but yeah and so there are equate there is Dude, psychological like the, the math. pizza waiting equation we made last semester yeah there we is had, psychological we made an equation math. to like specify what time like how long we should wait to get another piece of pizza from the free pizza before thing. going to grab a that's, second that's a great impulsory <laughs> i absolutely because like that. when are yes. you the line between being a glutton and being too eager yeah. versus like okay it's obviously like, fine no one's getting yeah. more pizza you know yeah that's amazing. Yeah, no, that's great. So that is behavioral, like, that is an interesting question. If every, if a lot of things about the universe are principle driven. <clears throat> psychology is the exact Psychology question. is not principle driven at all. It's what, fe- like, in that moment, 
you feel really uncomfortable pulling the lever to kill the one person, you know, yeah. and that's just the fact. And and so is there a principle driving that feeling? And if there's not, like, how is there no principle, right? And yeah. something I, I hear a lot that I completely agree with and I understand um, is that people don't like psychology because it's up for interpretation. Like people, yeah. Like, yeah. It, like the joke is, what do you get when you put a few psychologists in a room. You get an argument. Uh, because everything in psychology is And the facts especially. Yeah. The, the statistics especially. Like, oh, we went to a college and got these few... And it can be bloated into, like... Um, no, no, no. What I mean is, like, all these studies that... Like, I, I'll read a study, and it'll be like, okay, it'll have this, like, blanket statement headline. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, men think this... And then you'll go in, and it's like, okay, we interviewed, like, 2,000 people from a college in Alabama. It's like... Okay, like, that is by no uh, means a universal. That right, is by yeah. no means a universal uh, pool of people. But it's you know. replicatable. <laughs> I mean, it is. But maybe. at the same time, it's not. It's no, no, not no. That it's great. definitely. It's up for interpretation. <clears throat> yeah. I guess is what I mean. And yeah. And I think a really good example is Sigmund Freud. Like people, after he became very well known, some people despised him. Some people adored him. Yeah. And actually, Sigmund Freud. And he's was, big in psychology, even though a lot of people disagree. Exactly. With him. Yeah. And he. Uh, he he was his his idea of psychoanalysis and and what they call Freudism is what developed criminal profiling mm-hmm. and they used it in World War Two to criminally profile Hitler and got every single detail correct. Oh wow! Which Dang. shows that you know Sigmund Freud was right about some things, but also there's or at know, least is symptomatic of that. But yeah. it, it's. And I've never liked that about psychology, and that's that's something that me, as someone interested in it and pursuing a career, wants to destroy in some way. Yeah, yeah. Because it, only madness has no correct answers. There's always a correct answer when it comes to sciences. Otherwise, it's not a science. Mm-hmm. So it's, Would that mean you don't view current well, psychology as a science? Well, r- right answer. I guess well, by I, right you mean like true or well, yeah, true. like factually like descriptive. So like make psychology in a way where it's it's not interpretable. Right. It's it's clear that this is the correct answer. This is not the correct answer. Yeah. I feel like for that it would have to it would be like hinging on everybody's worldview being the same. Well, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think really what's important is doing enough experiments and having enough results to conclude that something yeah. is a correct answer. Well, and there's see, a ratio the, the, for that. Too. Well, the interesting thing there is that people are really malleable and they can turn out in all different sorts of ways, which goes back into the interesting question of whether or not people are good or evil, which we can talk about later. Mm. Uh, but I, I feel like for that, you would need to sort of zoom out and and go beyond just like how people behave or how people believe present tense you'd have to really take a lifetime uh, a lifespan view of someone's like develop brain development and see the common factors between people who develop in all sorts of different directions Mm -hmm. what are the common what are the common um what are the common switches that need to be flipped for people to go one way or the other because that's the only really meta like what what things are fixed, I guess, between all the variation, what things are fixed. And I that's really the only way you'll get through all the interpretative, uh, interpretative, uh, all the, you know, through all the muck, I guess. I think all things are fixed in psychology. It's just that we don't know enough, so we create an interpretation. Well, that's what I mean. I guess what I mean is the only way to find out what's fixed is to 
zoom out because mm. like personality traits are not fixed. Like I could have turned out totally different if I was born somewhere else, right? Yeah. Like my demeanor, what it means to be a man is different now than it was in Sparta, right? Yeah. Like I would have been screwed in Sparta and I would have probably been way more muscular, <laughs> Dude, way more dead, jock. Like. I would have been jock. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, I mean, I would have been dead too. Um, but yeah, so you can't just take someone's like, you can't stop. There's, there's, there's a premature place to stop with people, which is like, yeah, the profiling and the like, okay, this part of their past connected to this connected to that. Well, no, 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 that isn't premature. That's my point. That's my whole point is like looking to their past and stuff. Anyway, sorry, moving on. Um, do you guys want to talk about evil and good and whether or not people are evil and good? Yes. Yeah. yeah, sorry, cool. I kind of went on a little tangent there. No, it's fine. No, 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 I, no, no, it, it was really good. It was interesting. Um, so whether people are as a whole objectively good or evil is is the question, right? Uh, yeah. Do you think it's a more core? Do you think there is a core good or evil trait? And if so, which one is more prominent? What's the relationship of good and evil to, like, the average person, you know? I'd say, as per my personal worldview and my personal pessimism, I think people are more evil. Um, mm. For a lot of reasons. But, um... And, like, among among living beings, human beings are, like, the only ones that are really intentionally evil that I've seen, that, mm. I've, that I've heard of. Like, I've heard of, like doing things like among like primates and stuff and certain animals doing things to spite each other but that's not necessarily evil um and that's not like vengeance as as humans would take it um but people do do a lot of really stupid evil like actually evil uh, according to my worldview things um whereas there are those same like among among animals, like primates and dolphins are like the the, like the that ones like that like feisty. show like positive and negative emotion the most that I've seen, um, and so and there's a whole lot that both do, but uh, but they also show like posit like reaction to positive reinforcement. So there's like if if you could say animals are like good or bad, then they have a little both at least in those. Um, mm. But among people, there's a whole lot more action that indicates good and bad. Um, and that, like, there's a lot more bad than good from what I've seen of the world. Not only from the media, but from my personal life. Mm. So I'd say people are closer to bad. Nice. Yeah. Any comments on his comments? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's definitely very accurate. Um. I do think there there's actually a biological disposition to uh, believe that most people in the world are are evil. It's it's called a negativity bias, and basically, if if you're a uh, caveman walking around and uh, you, you see something ruffle in the bushes, right? Your mind it's instantly safer to it's safer to assume, assume that it's a saber toothed yeah. tiger than to assume it's a rock because and it's safer to also <laughs> be disposed, it's the also yeah. safer to be disposed to look for that rustling grass in the future so not yeah. only to see negativity in something in front of you but also to seek out negativity so i would say just based on that that most people would say that that most people in the world are bad and i think that's very accurate i mean especially as you know criminal justice major mm. you see a lot of crime a lot of evil most people 
I mean, people commit crimes every day. Every single one of us commits a crime every day. There's no separation. Yeah, I jaywalked. So yeah, dude. Yeah. Do you know how jaywalking came about? Can I go on a little tangent? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So jaywalking was not illegal until um, Al Capone. They were trying to catch him, and they like they knew he was up to no good and stuff, but they didn't have any evidence that they could tack him on. So what they did was they legislated jaywalking being illegal because they knew that he did it often. And then they used uh, that to get him in court. And really? then, that's yeah. Um, so jaywalking was invented to catch him. And that, that's my little thing. He was a very interesting character. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I forgot what he had. He had some kind so of... So was he good or evil? Are people good or evil? Was he good or evil? People oh, suck. <laughs> I mean, the like... people suck the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> listen to our negative uh you know in the basement watching anime in our 30s oh, yeah. uh, except none of us are 30 of those right yeah because yeah. i not don't have anime. a basement we're there's not, no basements we're, in we're upstairs we're like the exact yeah. opposite we're in the bonus room that's yeah. the bad the basement um, and then none of us are in the 30s yeah. yeah so do you have any evil thoughts people are evil more of that or was that sort of your thought was the well i think i think people are have a disposition to care more about their own mm. well-being mm-hmm. than others because um, really the the reason that people commit crime is control to control mm. something they want to control something so you, you put any crime speeding they want to control the time they get to a destination mm-hmm. a serial killer what do they want mm-hmm. to control they want to control the the uh, the feelings they have from their their rough childhood. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Can we can we can we pause? Yeah. Uh, this. It's the recording button. Oh what? Okay. Right, now here we are. Okay. Yeah, we're it's recording. New, new recording. Cool. All right. Because we paused it and saved it and did all this stuff. Okay. So, are people good or evil? Um, you were in the middle of talking about yeah. psychology, something. So. Yeah. So the. Um, the negativity bias where right right yeah most people assume un- the most negative of you know choices when it comes to you know views on things because it, it it's a way of our minds allowing us the best way to survive because mm-hmm. if you assume that something is a predator and you run away and it's not a predator you might look stupid but you're alive right but if it's the exact opposite yeah. Then you're dead. Alert from. Updates oh, ready to install. Oh Ooh. no, updates. Ah! Alright, alright. We're, we're still good. Re- remind me tomorrow. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I love how it said warning. <laughs> warning. Updates it sounded ready so, to uh, install. It sounded so like, uh, I'm surprised no, like, red flashing no, lights yeah. came on. No, yeah. I wish yeah. I could turn that off. I set it up when oh, I Oh no, it's good. Yeah. Warning, but... your car warranty is expiring. Oh no, dude, call those calls. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah. You mean like the the scam calls where people Yeah. Yeah. It's I get terrible. All the time. But back to the thing, uh negativity bias. I understand that. I have that. Not necessarily to the deepest extent that it could go, mm. which I did have that before. But um still I do definitely appreciate the idea of protecting yourself before opening up in in cases where it's uncertain. Yeah. And I I think I think I definitely uh agree with the negativity bias that most people in the world are evil just because i mean i don't know if i have a bias myself because i'm a criminal justice major um but 
I do think um, most people are out for the, just themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, and it's like, there's a lot of things that, like, on the surface, don't seem self-interested. But if you boil it down, ultimately, is there more give or is there more take to what they're doing? It's like there's more, there's more take. Like at the end, which, um, uh, what's an example of that? <sighs> I think a really good example is. Um, See, we're just talking about negative... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Individual selection, where... Because, you know, everybody thinks, like, Darwin said that... he Everybody thinks he basically came up with evolution. Oh, wait, wait. You mean natural selection? Well, there's natural selection, which is the idea that you pass on the genes of the species. And then there's individual selection, where you pass on your own genes. You have... And it's actually individual selection, and not natural selection, that occurs in humans. Humans have individual selection because they they have enough consciousness. I didn't know there was that distinction. Is that part of... Um, it's part that, of Darwin's. Wow. That's yeah. part of, like, on the origins of species. Wow. He, I didn't know he separated the two. Because that was really, like, for a while that was really... I didn't know he acknowledged... I thought, I thought natural selection... Or, not natural selection. I thought the drive to reproduce was only on an individual level. I didn't know that it was, like, a drive of the broader species... Well, the, the example that a lot of uh, Discovery Channel documentaries get wrong is the, let's say, like, bison. There's a big group of bison, yeah. and they walk to a lake, and there's crocodiles in the lake. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, how are we going to get across? And the the big old buffalo that's been around for a very long time sacrifices itself, mm-hmm. so the crocodiles eat them, and then the rest of them cross the river. Well, really, what's happening is the this old ox isn't sacrificing itself. It's being pushed into the right, water. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Because the bison... It have still has the, individual selection. The bison have individual selection, not natural selection. They want to carry on the species of themselves, not the group. That's what yeah. occurs in nature. So... Okay, so you're saying that... You're, you're saying that... Um, the, the overall evolution of a species is something that happens as a consequence of the collective individual selection? It, it's it's a result of the selfish individual. Okay. And especially yeah. in humans. It's it's more prevalent in humans. Um, I wonder why we that's haven't progressed any. Well, that's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Because I always saw that, like, um, that a lot of sacrificial gestures of virtue, because... Um, one big, one big, I guess, one prevalent way, one sadly prevalent way, sadly, I'm putting a value judgment before I even explain my point. Not sadly, forget I said sadly. Um, one prevalent way of viewing morality nowadays is, 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 is framing it as a feature of evolution. So it's like, yeah, our, the, the... Our, our moral, our moral impressions are all evolutionary help us survive or whatever. My anecdotal experience has been that my impulses fought my moral intuition most of the time. Mm -hmm. And so morality (laughs) had to come from somewhere else, or at least according to my, my initial thought. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like disturbed at the amount of sense that it made. I was like, this totally does not jive with my transcendental view of morality as something that rises beyond self-interest. But here is this evolutionary theory that, oh wait, it actually all boils down to this self-interest, right? Because if the species, because there's this collective, I guess, motivation to promote the human species and it's going forward into future generations 
as a whole, not just as an individual. But what this is saying, I guess, confirms my initial thought, which is that it is ultimately individually I want to pass on my genes. And so and so that that can't that individuality that cannot account for the sacrificial love and virtue that has that is that that does occur in some in some people, which I guess shows to me that those kinds of um feelings, acts or whatever, when they are genuine sacrifices, uh probably come from a deeper place than just evolution. If if this beyond, is true beyond, beyond yeah the initial biological behavior. And I feel yeah. like because this comes from uh, behavior, a, a, a part of psychology just called behavioral evolution. Yeah. Basically about behaviors that are in natural, or I guess individual selection, that allow an individual to survive. It's behavior that allows a um, organism to survive. Right, right. Not just features, not just, you know... Uh, yeah. being able to blend in or something like actual behaviors and um that goes i feel like that disagrees with a lot of psychology but when you think of individual selection and you think of are people more good or are they more evil well you have the negativity bias and then you have individual selection which say that you know people are selfish and they want their own genes to carry on mm-hmm. not not this you know humans be obviously mm-hmm. It, you know, people have been given the situation. If you were with this person and you were the last people on earth, would you? you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Obviously, there's that. I right. Mean, Obviously, not you everybody would, picks you would... the answer that they would, though. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so that thought made me remember an example of uh, of things being on the surface out of uh, out of love, but in the end, being self interested. And that is love, ironically. It's like when you, you know, they, love is romanticized, right? Mm-hmm. All of these like, oh, it's true love. Oh, you're my soulmate. Oh, I have this undying passion for you. It's like just disregarding for a second all like the, the dis- disregarding for a second the, the innate just paradoxical nature of the self anyway. And like, like what kind of feature could you even point to? Like, oh, this is what a self is. You know, that that's a whole problem in itself. That's a whole can of worms in itself. Just the fact that this person is good looking, has a good job, can provide for years for you and your family, can pr- like sometimes what you claim to be this like unconditional thing. It's it's really conditional in a lot yeah, of ways. It, it is. In a lot of ways, it is very conditional. It just doesn't exist. Right. Love I mean, does not scientifically exist. Like, uh, like sexually, I'm attracted to you. So my body wants you. And I mean, you're in a good spot socially. Uh, you're smart enough to where I think you can like have our babies and raise them. Like, I mean, this is, this is going to work. You know what I mean? Like a lot of, a lot of, um, and vice versa. If you're female, I'm male. And I think my example at first was from the female perspective, and then I transitioned from the male yeah. perspective midway. Anyway, um, either way, but most of that, way. most of that is behavioral evolution, yeah. not actual biology going right. on. I mean, obviously, the sexual desire. I mean, if unconditional love was a widespread thing, we would see. If if most romance was unconditional love in its form, we would see. We would see um, a lot more of it. Yeah. Well, no, no. <laughs> well, well, well. What we would see is a different we would see a person's attractiveness not being so deeply correlated with their partner's attractiveness. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, but what do we see? 
people who are moderately attractive get moderately attractive people as partners. People who are not moderately attractive get not moderately attractive people as partners. People who are hyper attractive get hyper hotties as partners. People who are very ugly only find ugly partners. And like, are there rule breakers? Yes. Are there people who like somehow, oh man, I was really hot. And then, oh, this, this person who's really ugly, we just mesh so well. Yeah, that's happened. Mm. And maybe that's a great example of unconditional love. But that's not love. the rule. But that's not the rule. And so I guess my point is the rule isn't unconditional love by any means, by any yeah. stretch, you know? Um, and then I guess uh, with the broader point of like, are people good or evil? I had like several thoughts on this the other day and I monologued to myself and this is paying off. Hopefully the monologue really makes this well articulated. So are people more good or more evil? Um, there's this weird thing, right? Because you see so much evil around and you're like, man, what's this? But if you trivially look at like where the state of affairs are for just the, the baseline state of affairs are for the baseline amount of people now, the baseline rights, baseline whatever, versus how they were for people like thousands of years ago, like ancient times, right? There have been improved steps up. A higher proportion of people are, are like oh. citizens who have rights, right? A higher percentage of people have clean water, even though tons of people in Africa don't have clean water and in some parts of Asia and whatever. <clears throat> more people have clean water now. More people have rights now. A lot of modern countries have like free speech, free, you know, uh, some places have free healthcare. Like what in the world, you know? Yeah. So, not here, though. Right, not here, not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a big point. <laughs> We've had some political undertones in this podcast, but not very... Um, oh, we did... Oh, sorry. We did talk about that. We weren't going to do politics. Uh, this is for um, the third person, because we talked about this before, um, me yeah. and Turtle Duck. But we're not going to go into politics right yet. Um, I'm Colby Jack. Hopefully it might... <laughs> Colby Jack. Um, as, as that's, politically, a, that's one of my nicknames. As politically charged as I am all the great. time, uh, we probably will not in the near... So just FYI, if you're about to say anything political, just like, oh, uh, we're I, sort of staying away from it. You can say stuff religious. Used, religion usually, is fine. Religion is not sacred. I usually do stay politics away from politics. <laughs> religion is not, not sacred. It's not sacred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sports aren't either, so you can be as polarized as you want with that. Yeah. Um, so, are people good or evil? Um... So there are two explanations for this, right? Either, either, so, so there's this net, whether or not the impulses or the root, uh, soul, spiritual, like energy or attitude of a person is good or evil, that aside, the consequences of these people, it, it's been an upward trajectory, you know, even if it's been a slow one, which I mean, I don't know how long humans have been around. I think it's been a pretty fast one recently, like just it, compared to how long we've been around versus like how fast things have. Mm. I hear that it's a really compressed amount of time that things have really, you know, the, the industrial revolution and, the, you know, all that and the enlightenment. So uh, if you take that and uh, why did I talk about the. So your, your whole thing is that. There, there, so there's an upward trajectory. There's an upward trajectory. And something needs, as a species. Right, right. As the standards that we have for ourselves and each other, there is an upward trajectory. What explains this upward trajectory? What explains this net positive that's happening? Either we as a species are net positive, or, well, there, I mean, something has to explain it, I guess is the point. And so you could yeah. accept that, like, okay, everyone's, like, good, basically, for the most part, good. Which no one wants to accept that, right? I mean, nobody we have believes to, that. I don't. A lot, like, very few people believe. I mean, that. people are liabilities. People are liabilities. So much. So many people <clears throat> are so many liabilities in so many different dimensions. 
So you don't want to just sit around and accept, oh, most people are good. I mean, some people do want to sit around and accept that. Um, I'm ranting. Sorry, I'm, I'm bambling, oh, no, babbling. Uh, what I mean is that one explanation, which I prefer, should I do the one I prefer first or should I do the other one? Prefer. The one that I prefer is that while most people will settle with an average disposition that is a baseline self-interested right Mm -hmm. a a like there are some people who are well i guess okay so standards of living wise technology wise there are things that could account for technological advances other than virtue and morality right so we could i mean people who are like super driven but also super terrible people can make those changes to society and like have that be an ingrained thing elon and well, okay, not but not to name person, names. No, not to name but... names. And, 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 right, super driven. He's super driven. Yeah. Um, but moral, there's also been a moral, like, we just give each other more rights now. Slavery is illegal everywhere. It happens, duh. I mean, of course. But it's, there's way less slavery 2020 than there was 1800s. It's just a fact, right? We have free speech, and in a lot of modern places, there there's a fairly high degree of free speech. Not 100% free. You can't just threaten someone or, like, um, you know, spread, like, criminal-level rumors about them. There's also a lot more education and a lot more access to resources yeah. as a human. Right. And the threshold for what neglect is... Has, has gone just way up. Way, way, way down. Way, Sorry. Way, well, uh, I'm confused. Like oh less, my gosh. I'm so confused. Less is considered neglect now. No, not doing more. If you if you don't do more, it's considered neglect. So like for yeah. a while, oh, all I have saying. to do is like feed you and then you get to do everything yeah. and then that's not neglect. Now it's like, man, if you don't, I mean, if you're freaking, I mean, what is neglect? Like, I don't even know. Like, it's so, yeah. it's so... There's Neglect so much more that a, just be an there's so much more that an upstanding person has to provide for like, their kids to be seen as an upstanding person. Yeah. So we've raised all these standards for ourselves on a moral, and this is a moral dimension, right? What we owe each other—that's a moral question. And so, and so, because that goes into values. What should you know? It's not descriptive. It's not scientific. It's not is. It's ought. And so, um, it occurs. It seems to me that. Even if most people are not moral, some people were just hyper moral and like so moral that they made lasting change. And that smaller group of people is what ultimately has the bigger energy, if that makes sense. And that's what I hope to believe because also, so there's two separate questions, right? There's like, what do I believe and what do I think is healthier to adopt as belief? Mm-hmm. I believe most people are evil or at least baseline self interested, right? What is healthy to believe? Honestly, is is the optimistic like hey we can do better we can strive for this greater future like we are humans are capable of tremendous good that is a that is a way more empowering message those aren't far necessarily more, contradictory and they aren't necessarily contradictory i feel like emphasizing the good is better than yeah. than than the, emphasizing the bad yeah. in general and that's what drives people is being what ultimately has the higher sort draws more people? No, more people are drawn away from punishment than are towards uh, goodness. But the people who are who do find themselves drawn towards goodness are like so driven, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know. That's the way I look at it. And and um, 
but it's also I don't have there's no way to really put facts and figures on this. This is all just speculative, as yeah. we said in the beginning, mm-hmm. because there's no way to there's no way to take the sum of human history and like you know get inside each individual person's like psyche and like say like oh yeah. man, is this what are his motivations? You know what I mean? But I'd say if we could attribute this upward trajectory, like assuming that people as a whole are negative, like net negative morality, self interested, which is what I've personally experienced from like human nature seeing experiencing human beings if we assume that that is true then it would have taken something hyper positive morality wise to boost us into this hyper positive morality state that we are at at this point compared to before oh, which um so is this a transcendental kind of th- argument this is, coming this on? is yeah. just like complete yeah. complete Out of uh, field. did not see that coming co- yeah. complete uh pro jesus thing yeah like uh you, that, you have that's a like podcast. the timeline you have a you podcast know? it is the t- you're yeah. right it like is exact and, transition yeah. from like oh yeah. we are savages to like like right about that time is when jesus yeah. came around. and i mean there were some like and um like, agriculture and stuff was well before, yeah and like and, i mean it's not that the world wasn't booming before right, jesus, right, right. it was starting no, no. to progress yeah. and become more moral place but there was still mass infanticide in rome right there was still a lot of there's still mass like, infanticide here there is too point um we said we weren't getting political i'm sorry i'm sorry no no no, it's okay and i Uh, said that too what dude yeah you did you did hypocrite uh self-interested ultimately (laughs) self-interested if i was guided by a principle i would have obeyed the principle i did not obey the principle just now dude um but so um hey you're allowed to if there was if there was a net positive among the sea of net negative that would last this long it would have to be some big ripple in time that like completely affected the whole world like how the christian like story goes going along with the speculation though. yes not per se following our speculative uh, yeah yeah which is totally in your right because you're on this podcast too yeah cole do you have anything to say colby jack (laughs) yep i uh is your name cole or is it jack I mean, I just said it, so... <laughs> I go by a lot in it. You know, my first name is actually Thomas. Really? I, you told us that before. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that weird? It's, it's so weird. But, uh, I... <laughs> I do think, uh... Well, it reminds me of John Locke, how he... I forgot the exact term he used, but... If you don't have government and you don't have law, then you return to this nature state that all other animals are in. And us as humans want to get away from that. We don't want to live in a world where we're um, fighting off oh, oh, predators. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I think you might be thinking of Thomas Hobbes um, from Leviathan. It was the social contract theory, right? Where you're, where most of our con, or most of our social um, rules are just lines in the sand to separate us from nature and like to get us away from this constant perpetual state of like war and like violence well no like uh is that what you're going for or? i'm i'm pre- i know it was john Locke. well he... i mean yeah yeah it might have been and they bounce off each other too mm. so or like philosophers do like right. oh this philosopher a thousand years ago yeah i'm gonna you, say something about you think that of yeah. like descartes he a lot of his ideas weren't necessarily original but yeah anyways yeah you know trying to get away from the state of just only nature no sorry sorry not not to correct you like i think i'm like being pretentious about like names and stuff Mm. is like super annoying um and i didn't i didn't mean to sound like that if that's what i sounded like um i just meant i i meant 
well, yeah, I guess I meant to just elaborate on what you're saying, or just yeah. to like, yeah, um, it was it was sort of the tension between like, do I let it hang, or if I think it's no, genuinely a, um, but it's not out of like, it's not my 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 virtue motivation is not out my virtue motivation my vir- it's not out of well, it's not out of virtue. My motivation isn't out of why am I checking my text? No, never mind. You just get my to, like, point. Do you get my point? Me. Do you get my point? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get thank goodness. Point. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. This but the, may. Oh, sorry. No. Well, you can. You can continue. Yeah, like the just. Wanting to get away from that predatory prey kind of condition where there aren't any regulations. You can kill whoever you want to. You can be killed by anyone. Just yeah. this complete no security of chaos. Just complete, anarchy. Yeah, an absolute anarchy. That's what Chaz. we're trying. That's what we're trying to get away from. So I think uh, we have like the first civilizations that are the first one to create create laws. Now, if you look at the laws from back then, we have, like, if you steal, we'll cut off your hand. Now, yeah. obviously, we see that as immoral now. That's because throughout time, we just realize what is more moral. But at the same time, we do have things like religion. We do have things that, that you know, help us along the way, that, that are meant to guide us in that way. Um, but, yeah. 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 Oh, what was it you were going to say? Hmm? I was going to say maybe a good point to wrap up that. Yeah. We had one more topic, but we can save that for next week if you guys want. Um, Because it has been sort of a longer podcast, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like, I'll I'll text you guys again. Um, But yeah. Thanks for listening to the yeah. Smooth Elbow podcast. This has been the smoothest uh, elbow. Bloop Intuition, Colby Jack, and, and Turtle Dog. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. Sexy. Let's Woo. pause this with puppy.